You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode 46, Hide and Seek. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. I hope you're having a beautiful mid-May weekend and a Mother's Day weekend too. We are counting down two weeks to Portugal. Craziness, right? There are times when I think the anticipation of vacation is just as good or maybe even better than vacation itself. Like all those endorphins that we create, bathing our minds in serotonin and dopamine, all the relaxing thoughts, boy, does it feel good. And what it makes me see is that I have the power to do so much with my mind when I really believe. So continue believing. My mindset is a work in progress, no joke. Like there are times when I think I got it and I don't. Like I don't even have a clue. And then there's times when I think I don't have a clue and I am right on it. And it's fascinating, all the chaos that exists within my skull. Here's what's exciting though, and what I'm trying out. I am starting from a place of belief, like believing before I can see it, believing when I have zero evidence, believing from a place of abundance. And of course it was amazing. Like thinking about something is already done, it's finished, and of course it was amazing. And I'm doing this with planning a party in my community. It's a brand new endeavor and it's a good size adventure. So I'm starting with the belief that it's going to be amazing, that more people are going to want to come than we can accommodate and that the event is going to be joyful. It's going to bring people together and there's going to be plenty of proceeds to donate to a great cause. So from that place, I invited two very highly regarded, very amazing women to be on the team to create this. No drama, no overwhelm, the invitation of, do you want to be part of something amazing? Yes. The only requirement for this journey is that it be joyful, both the experience of planning it and doing it, as joyful as the event itself will be, because otherwise there's no point in doing it. So with this belief, it's very calm, it's relaxed, there's no hustling, there's no half-heartedness. And I'm really excited. Right now it's an idea. So as it takes form, I'm going to keep you posted. Especially with, does it stay as calm and relaxed? Do I stay in that place of belief? Or does my mind get the best of me? I will let you know. What I can tell you right now, I love thinking in this manner. Because it really allows anything to be possible. It really opens lots of space and freedom to make this whatever we want this to be. And now on to our topic, hide and seek. You remember that game as a child? One person hides, the other person closes their eyes, counts to a certain number, and the ghost tries to find them. My memories of the game are kind of mixed. Sometimes it was fun, sometimes frustrating, and sometimes it was just boring. The game itself, though, is not the point of this story. 
What we're talking about is what goes on in our mind when we're doing anything new or uncomfortable. Basically, when we're taking any step to become something greater. And that might look like giving a talk, writing a book, asking people to join you, inviting others, starting a new endeavor, selling an idea, shifting your identity. That's a big one. Because anytime you want to become something greater than who you are, it requires an identity shift and it's uncomfortable. So wanting to be something different than people know you as now, it might mean renegotiating anything in your life, including your contract or your work hours. So any single step to do something outside of your comfort zone, there are moments when those dreams that calling, that whatever it is for us, it's right next to us. We see it, feel it, look at it, taste it, and feel like this dream state of excitement, kind of like vacation is right around the corner. And then there's other times when our eyes are closed and we're the ones that's counting and waiting for something to happen and then searching all over the place and not knowing where to go, how to get there, or even what happened. Why did it all disappear? It's absolutely amazing, right? Going from being total dream state to I can't even find it. I can't see it. It's not accessible. And the longer we look when we're in that place of I can't find it, the more our mind just wants to spin around. Go right, go left, go up, go down. You're not going fast enough. Why aren't you finding it? Where did you lose it? Why did you lose it? Kind of like hide and seek as a game. When it's easy, we like it, we laugh, it feels light, we keep going, we see it, life is good. And when it's anything else, boy, let the drama begin. Is it just me? It's not. I'm not the only one who loses sight of a big goal because I talk to so many of you who say that your mind does it too. You lose your way, you also get frustrated. Or you too start something, overcomplicate it, lose sight of your why, get busy doing stuff, see that it's not producing anything, and then start to lose hope and get frustrated. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Did I read your mind? Because I really read my mind just now. The point of today's episode is to highlight what can happen within us, why we want to quit or spin in overwhelm or beat ourselves up when we don't see it or don't feel it or not motivated or make no progress. And here's what's important to know. This is all going on inside of us. It's not something that randomly happened to us on the outside. Nobody did this to us. This is our mind. That's part one. Part two, it's normal. At least I think it's normal. Let's dissect down what's really going on here. Here's what we're hiding from. Ourselves. Our limitations what we think it's going to take, what we have to overcome to get there, and what we don't want to give up or don't want to change, especially if it's our identity. We start hiding from everything that we are trying to resist. We also hide from our power. Like when we get a glimpse of what we're truly capable of and how freaking amazing it is and terrifying at the same time. Have you experienced that? When you see all the power you can really have, really take control of, and focus it on something at the same time, same place, and how breathtaking, awe-inspiring, and downright phenomenal it is, 
and get kind of scared from it. Like, oh my, what just happened? Oh, I don't know. We also hide from failure or doing anything that's going to risk failure. And we try to hide from potential humiliation. Can't risk that. How about the potential for shame? Are you seeing the pattern? Hiding. Except that we start to miss whatever it was that we're called to do. And we get frustrated. We don't have any traction. We get lost. But we want to get back to it. We don't know how. So we become the seeker. Seeking what we lost. Looking. Missing it. Wondering what happened. Why it happened. And asking similar fruitless questions. If I could underline fruitless, I would. Because those are fruitless questions. Those questions keep us stuck in victim land. So hide and seek, it's the game where we lose. We lose sight of what we want, what we're working towards. We lose sight of ourselves and our potential. And we start to see ourselves as ordinary. Our mission is just the same as everyone else. It's no big deal. It's not special. Why did it even matter? Why did I think it could work? Why should I even keep going? That was dumb. Do you see the game of overachievers, high achievers, smart people, really all people? Hide and seek. Here's your options. You can believe that your current life is good enough. You can believe that again because you've probably said it many, many times before. This is good enough. I don't need anything else. Spoiler alert, until you get restless again. (laughs) Or you can see some other shiny object that looks new and exciting and start chasing that, forgetting everything about what just happened. Recently, I saw a posting on MLM that many female physicians are part of, and I thought, oh, I wonder if I could do that. What? Shiny object. Oh, that looks so appealing. Start chasing it. You can laugh. A lot of things about what our mind does, it's worthy of a laugh. You can go on seeking as part of the game, hide and seek. Get lost, stay lost, spin around, keep looking. Or finally, you can do this choice. Recommit. At my most recent pity party, yep, me, pity party, full on, I asked my husband why I couldn't just be satisfied. Why can't life stay the same and let it be enough? Why do I have to keep putting myself out there? Keep doing this hard stuff. (laughs) It was a serious, pitiful pity party. Going back to our options though, there might be one that stands out to you. It might be recommitting. That means bringing back the object that was once shiny, new, and worth chasing and polishing it up again because that's ours. And it's ours to get excited about again, to refocus, to get motivated about it, to stop listening to the mind lies. Oh, it's too hard. It won't work. It doesn't matter. Mind lies. And to get back to the truth. The truth is there's a need. There's a tremendous need for what only you can do. Only you can give the talk. Only you can tell the story that way that touches those people. Only you can write that book or create that tribe. Only you can learn that procedure, do it, master it. And those of you with technical skills to fix or improve the human bodies, 
It really is only you. Even if there have been complications in the past that hurt your heart, things you couldn't control, it is only you that has that gift or ability. And people need you, desperately need you. Only you can create the event. And if I haven't touched on what your dream is or what your calling is, insert it right here, right now. That thing that uses all of who you are. That thing that people tell you, you made that look so easy. I wish I could do that. I'm so glad that you can. So what is it? What is that thing that takes your breath away? What is that little whisper in your heart that's only for you? When we talk about recommitting, it's important to look ahead and not behind. And it's important to bathe yourself in belief to stay motivated, to keep the momentum going, to not give the mind a chance to start lying to you with the overinflation of fear and doubt and uncertainty that sparks shame. Zig Ziglar, you've heard of Zig Ziglar. He was a motivational speaker, an author, a leader, has a huge company and legacy. He said, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Of course, the object sitting next to you doesn't look as good as it first did when you were first starting out. It's not all shiny and worth chasing at the moment. The reality of what it's going to take for you to do, of course, it looks like work. But what do you do? I suggest this. First, smile. Embrace your humanity and know that you are not alone. Second, stop with the excuses. Stop believing the mind lies. That's all they are. They're disguised fear, doubt, uncertainty, and shame. And they're all part of that primitive brain. That primitive brain that gets activated when there's any change or any risk. Third, put your hand on your heart and acknowledge the hiding. See it for what it was. It was protective mechanism and that's it. And get back to your why. That dream, that goal. Remember who you serve and remember the value that you provide. Fourth, write it down. Write it clearly, concisely, all your why. And then fifth, Review it as many times a day as it takes to really sink in. This is about something that is so much greater than you. This is the work through you, the work that you have been called to do. And finally, recommit every day. Let that guide how you structure your day and your work. Hide and seek, it occurs throughout our adult lives, and it's an unnecessary game. I'm certain it doesn't work in our physical health. I hear so often, I thought I could just ignore it. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it would be okay. And it doesn't work for our mental health either. Not when we're challenging ourselves to something greater. It's all about, and it's only about using the highest level of our brain function and letting that be the driver for our life. Intentionally. And that's what's going to take us through the discomfort to grow our ability to disregard that fear, doubt, uncertainty. And as we grow through it, it will lead us to joy and fulfillment.
And that's what changes our view of the world. And when we live our calling, that's what changes or impacts the world for others. Hide and seek, completely optional. And there's your framework to get back to who you are and what you can do, who you can be, who you can impact, and living your highest potential to create a phenomenal life, not only for you, but everyone around you. High five, all my best. I will see you next time. Are you ready for coaching? Ready for more in your life? Want to see what's possible? Then message me at Facebook, Dina George MD Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you.